How much courage do your people need just to show up every day and do their work? Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. Hi there, and welcome. Glad you're here. Today's episode is once again brought to you by Courageous Cultures, how to build teams of micro-innovators, problem solvers, and customer advocates. We are so excited to be able to share this book with you. It comes out in late July, if you're listening in real time. It's available for pre-order now on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, bulk booksellers. Uh, you can check out our website to find out more, CourageousCulturesBook.com. The irony of a courageous culture is that it takes less daily courage for people to show up and succeed. If you want to build teams of micro-innovators, problem solvers, and customer advocates, eliminating the toxic courage crushers, the things that sap people's courage, is critical. Jane was a committed nurse in one of our High Potential programs. She shared the exhausting list of daily stupidity she faced from a bullying, narcissistic doctor just to get her job done. She felt like every day was a courageous battle to advocate for her patients' needs. Her requests were met with sarcasm and micro-retaliations. She said that the administration knew of this guy's antics, but looked the other way because he was renowned in his field. The other participants in the session corroborated her story with frustrated nods. That's why we have fear of speaking up, or what we call FOSU, You can't change a guy like him, and he's just one of many of the courage crushers around here. Karen asked, why do you stay? Jane's eyes welled up, as did pretty much everyone else's in the room. I just care so deeply about the patients. They're just very sick kids who need someone paying attention who cares. Jane eventually left for another role where her passion and her commitment were appreciated. That department lost a remarkable nurse. You can't possibly build a courageous culture if you tolerate even one leader like that. Word spread fast. Your Janes are going to go somewhere else. And Jane isn't alone. As people hear about our research into courageous cultures, we hear so many stories of the difficult situations where they had to overcome a toxic circumstance. Here's just a few of the things we heard in our research. My boss was exaggerating the numbers to our leadership team, but I held fast to the truth. I stood up to a boss who was trying to bully me. I called ethics because I was tired of all the screaming, and then I got retaliated against for calling ethics. They asked me to tell the truth about the CEO's behavior. I did. He was fired. My integrity clashed with the executive team's direction, so I quit. Those are sobering, aren't they? And they just scratch the surface of the ways that people have to spend their reserves of courage just getting past all the bad stuff. When your people have to spend their courage on all of those kinds of things, there's no energy left for the courage that your business really needs, the creative problem solving, the micro-innovation. Because for most people, innovation takes energy and courage. The courage to be vulnerable, the courage to risk rejection from their peers or to invite uncertainty. And your people can only make that effort a limited number of times before they're done. 
the more courage they have to use just to show up to address injustice, toxic leadership, needless politics, or bad decision-making, the less energy they'll have to spend on what really matters. You won't get any of the courage you need to serve your customers or build your business if it takes heroic effort just to fight against an existing caustic culture. To build a culture that leverages and amplifies every act of courage from every team member, start with a foundation of safety and clarity. So if you're serious about building a courageous culture where everyone consistently contributes, you've got those teams of micro-innovators, problem solvers, and customer advocates, everyone's focused on building the business together, then you can't tolerate even a bit of harassment or bullying from anyone, but especially from anyone in a management or leadership role, even if they're otherwise rock star performers. If it takes a week's supply of courage for an employee just to show up for another day, you are wasting money and talent. As you try to eliminate the toxic courage crushers in your team or organization, the behavior of every leader matters. We talk to so many folks who convince themselves that they've got to tolerate bullying or demeaning or intimidating behavior from an executive or middle manager because of all the other things they bring to the table, their innovation or customer relationships or sales funnel. And then they'll tell us that they're too valuable to fire. So if that sounds familiar, think about the messages leaving a toxic leader in place sends to your team. First, you told your team, you lack courage. You're not a strong enough leader to create a courageous culture. Next, you've told your team member that you don't value them. If you did value them, you'd ensure they were treated humanely. And finally, you've told everyone that this kind of abuse, harassment, and bullying is okay. And in doing that, you've planted seeds for even more chaos and disruption. We've had countless managers raise their hands in our training sessions and say, well, this all sounds great, but they're not serious about that around here. Otherwise, so-and-so would not be so successful. It's sad, but that's what it takes to get ahead around here. If you're wrestling with standing up to a bully or harasser or addressing a serious injustice that in your heart you know you can't allow to continue, but you're worried about the ramifications, the impact, I want to share with you the story of Ivan. I met Ivan at a Culture X meeting in Denver, Colorado. Culture X is a community of managers and individual contributors who were committed to building positive culture in their organizations. Just a grassroots meetup, they'd get together and talk about culture. And I was able to attend and I met Ivan, who is a senior product manager, and he shared his experience on this topic. Here's his story in his words. My team and I were under the gun to get a new product launched. Everyone was working long days and we were stressed. But I had this team member who was very smart. He was easily the most productive person on the team in terms of what he produced, but he was a total jerk. He bullied everyone to get his way. He cussed out anyone who asked him for anything, and when you asked him to do something he didn't want to do, he'd throw a tantrum. Sometimes he'd literally throw things, whatever was handy, a mug, potted plant, whatever. We tried to work with him, performance improvement plans and all that, but nothing changed. I'd finally had enough. So I went to my director and told him that we had to get rid of this guy. My director understood he'd had to deal with this guy more than once. But here's what he said. He told me, Ivan, I get it. 
I'm not going to tell you not to fire him. That's your call. But I've also got to tell you that no matter what, you've got to meet the deadline. And if you do let him go, you're not going to get anyone else before this has to be finished. So he basically just told me I was on my own. I swallowed hard and decided to fire the guy. The next morning, I met with the team to tell them that the jerk was no longer working with us. Then I told them the situation. We wouldn't be getting any other help. He'd been our top producer, and we still had to meet the deadline. When we talk about culture, I don't think I'll ever forget what happened next. The team pulled together. Everyone worked hard and supported each other. And without all that negativity on the team, we got way more done. We met the deadline easily without him and without adding anyone else. There is a massive consequence to tolerating these courage crushers for letting abuse, harassment, bullying, bad decision-making, poor treatment of people to persist in your team or your organization. I invite you, and Ivan challenges you, to lead with courage. Have zero tolerance for these kinds of behaviors. If you want to have a team that achieves transformational results, if you truly want to lead without sacrificing your humanity, that's where it starts. No questions this week, but I would love to answer your question. You can send those to me at leadershipwithoutlosingyoursoul.com. Click the button, leave your question. I'll be happy to answer that in a future episode. Until then, be the leader you'd want your boss to be. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.